0: Welcome to We The Gamercast, and publishers on podcast services and youtube.com slash Yumi Capri every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you for subscribing, hitting the like button, leaving a comment for that sweet, sweet engagement juice and telling your mom and telling your dad and telling your friends, telling your cousin's friends, uh, and that uh, that weird person who kind of shows up at parties every once in a while. Thank you for telling him. At least you have something to talk to that person about. It's We The Gamercast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, that 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 hay kind of put me a little bit out of breath. I am about to go skiing with my son Lincoln, and I'm very excited, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or a longtime friend from the internet, and we talk about life and video games, and if you want to be on the show, it's pretty easy. Just tweet at me, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Now... To be fair, like, I, I am about as out of shape as I've been in my life, but uh, one of the reasons I am so out of breath, I think, is because I just did that intro three times, and they didn't sound very good. I'm feeling good about that, that last hey, but, you know, when you do this thing in the morning, you gotta warm up those vocal cords a little bit. I just kind of, like, wipe the sleep out of my eyes, say hi to the family, run down the stairs, and I go, hey! And I go, like, okay, oh, that didn't, that didn't like, sound like I was 12. I got a little cracked voice. You know, I gotta warm up. I gotta do my scales. Rammy I gotta do all that kind of stuff you guys goodness gracious I'm so glad you're here Jonathan Brown is my guest we're gonna get to him in just a second and this is a uh, this is a tale and an ongoing story with him of just how to be a wonderful person man <laughs> I swear to goodness I, I I'm really glad to to just know Jonathan Brown but I'll I'll get to that in in a minute' Um, I want to thank everybody who's already left a Apple podcast review. There's tons over there. And if you haven't gotten around to it, it really helps the show grow. And the other thing I want to say before I get into the Patreon stuff is um, the backtrackers are back. It's a community driven video game book club, Marcus O'Neill and Delroy. Uh, Previous guests, you guys can hear them chat on the show. You go back into the archives. Good friends of the show, good friends of mine. And they are they are leading something that I think this time I might join in, you guys. I think I might actually do this one. And that is playing a video game and then jumping on a Discord call and talking about it, man. It's like a book club. You guys know the deal. The game this time is Spirit Fair. It's a nice little indie game. It is available on Game Pass, but you can get it on all other platforms. And we're all meeting up in the Discord. Link's in the show notes, and it's free. You don't have to be a patron to be in the Discord. Saturday, March 5th is your deadline, so let's beat this game. Let's play it. You actually don't necessarily need to beat it if you want to join in. You know, you can get you do whatever you want, but I think there is going to be some spoiler talk. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a nice little, nice little hang on a Saturday morning, March 5th, 11 AM Eastern time. We'll, uh, continue to talk about that as we get closer and closer, but jump on in as if there's not other games to play though. Am I right? Holy crap. I need to get to Pokemon. I've got a whole bunch of other things I'd, uh, I'm kind of excited about. I'm watching Dying Light 2 very closely. This patch situation I'm curious to know if it's going to come down in price, because I'm kind of cheap like that. But we'll we'll get to that maybe in a little bit. Uh, as I talk to you right now, my legs are sore, you guys. And I was actually just chatting with uh, Court Lalonde a minute ago over text, and I said I'm kind of feeling good about this. This feels like there it's it's debilitating a little bit. It's hard to like get up off the ground or off a chair and out of bed and move around and everything. And I'm feeling slow, and it's that it's that sore. It's soreness, and. uh but it's good cuz I haven't felt like soreness in a long time which means I haven't like done anything <laughs> in a long time. I'm I'm actually enjoying this. Um I got to get my stretches on, but that's good cuz you know why I'm sore? Cuz earlier this week I got on my bike and I got a I got a a couple good bike rides actually Indo- indoors, of course, like kind of like a spin thing. And did a little yoga, did some skiing last night by myself. I just kind of I got off work and I just drove to the local ski hill and put in a couple hours straight of um of just some nice skiing. I had I had podcasts going in my ear, listening to PSVG with the Shack Attack, that's Shack crossover, and then uh, Trophy Room, of course. And it was just nice to like you know go down the hill, listen to some podcasts, have some solo me time. This is like classic introvert recharge, man. Like that <laughs> was a perfect evening for me. I treated myself to a hot chocolate from McDonald's because I'm a child, and it was a good time, man. So feeling pretty good feeling pretty good. Hopefully you guys are doing great as well. And one of the things that continues to lift me up is the ongoing support at patreon.com slash Capri We crossed over 70 patrons very recently. Well, more importantly, we crossed over 69 patrons over there and I'm giving myself a deadline by, by this time next week, we will have the photo, well, the photo, the illustration of Ryan Turford riding a moose over on patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. You can think of it like an NFT, but it's not at all. It has nothing to do with the blockchain. It's just a picture, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Speaking of NFTs, though, I, I kind of went on the... Um, I went on a bit of a... I went on a tour this week, actually, and went on a couple podcasts you guys can check out. Xbox A, speaking of Court Lalonde, um YouTube.com slash Xbox A. The A is kind of like, like, eh, but it's like Canadian excitement, so it's like A. Eh, you, you know what I mean? So YouTube.com slash Xbox A talked about NFTs. We talked about uh, acquisitions and the changing landscape in the video game industry. Very, very interesting conversation with Matt Midwood, Court Lalonde, Steve Vevgari. Just amazing Canadian handsomeness. Goodness gracious. Very lucky to uh, to have been a part of that. Also, co-op mode with Todd Oxtra and Mark the Canardian Carabin. Long time friends. And uh, we talked a lot about, about a lot of stuff, including the Nintendo Direct. How about the Nintendo Direct, by the way? That might be why I'm a little out of breath. I'm a little... A little shaken up. Holy crap. That thing was incredible. Uh, you can hear me talk all about that um, on Co-op Mode. As well as Todd and I had, I think, a really good and interesting conversation about Tales of Arise. He is not all about it, and I just kind of got to relive why I love it so much. So check that out, Co-op Mode. And finally, the Nintendo Dads had me on. I had kids, so that I could be on the Nintendo Dads. And uh, we, we went into a little bit more depth, I, I would say, on that there nintendo direct so check that out oh the other thing about the nintendo dad is like jesse was there if you guys listen to it like he was there but he was speaking like like a text-to-speech thing because he wasn't feeling so great and that alone is worth checking that episode out so man been busy i'm so glad you guys are here for this ride especially all of our patrons at patreon.com slash capri i don't want to take a quick moment To thank our incredible premium producers, Dallas Ford, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. And you can join me and the rest of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team at extra-life.org. Raise money for those kids. Jonathan Brown, my guest today, and he happens to be the man behind the music on the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. You can download his latest album, In My Element, on Spotify and Apple Music. Our Platinum Producers, Robbie, Bobby Miller and Trucker Sloth. Trucker Sloth, hopefully you're doing okay, my friend. Uh, Big times, big week for you, my friend. Gold members, Argo, Brendan Myers, Dallas Robbins, Dano, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Joel Brooks, Jose Jimenez, Mac Time, Marcus O'Neill, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, RJ Kern, Skinny Matt, Tony Baker, and Xavier Reyes. Guys, speaking of Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, holy crap. Did you guys see that YouTube video? Game nasty youtube.com slash GameNasty, I'm sure they've got their custom URL by now uh, because the community has absolutely wrapped their arms around these two Got them to 100 subs at very critical milestone, youtube.com slash I'm just taking a guess, but if you search for Game nasty you'll find it. Their first video, I finally convinced my girlfriend to play Resident Evil, is amazing. And my cat is here. You're going to ruin the podcast. i got to get to the thing. Thank you guys for supporting us at patreon.com. If you guys want to help support the show, keep the dream alive, keep us moving, keep us growing, go to youtube, <laughs> patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Choose the tier that is right for you now. The time has come. Jonathan Brown is... Just an exemplary human being. He's a wonderful friend. I am so fortunate to have him in my life. And anybody who is friends with Jonathan Brown, like, you guys know exactly what I'm saying. He's wise beyond his years. He's always thinking of others. He's totally selfless and happens to be quite talented as well. I've been featuring his music here on We The Gamercast over the last couple of weeks, introing the shows. He does the intro music for the Xbox Drive and the Nintendo Drive. And I'm just, I wanna keep seeing him grow, man. I, I, I love this, the progress that I'm seeing from him. I think you're really gonna enjoy this conversation with him. Here he is, my good friend, Jonathan Brown. <laughs>
1: Yesterday was also the same night that I found out that my laptop was not working. So you know, I was kind of like, "Oh really? Bad. Oh, I feel way better now." Yeah, I was like, "I'm just going to use my um my laptop. I mean, uh, my phone." And I was like, "Okay, cool," because I thought we were going to do it on Skype. That's why I was like, "Okay, mm. cool. I can do it like that." But then you, I'm, um, yeah, you know, I don't know how long you've been doing it. Like, you change things up.
0: Should we go back to Skype? What do you think? Like, I, every time I try to like go venture off into something else, it's like I end up, I just end up back at Skype,
1: you know? I mean, if you want to go back to Skype, we can go back to
0: Skype. Would, would it help you at all? Would it, I feel like it kind of, probably doesn't really change anything.
1: Oh, no, it doesn't change anything. Oh, okay. I mean, then I already we'll have my little brother's there. laptop you know yeah if we did skype it would just be on my phone and there's nothing really different so
0: how little is your little brother
1: he is 16
0: okay yeah that's he's not, not probably sh-
1: still and he's not little he is the same height as me he's weighs <laughs> more than me he is bigger oh than well, me, so okay he doesn't even- mm-hmm. like i was just but you'll always refer to, to him as friends. little brother you said what
0: You'll always refer to him as your little brother. like Yes,
1: he'll always be my little brother. He's always younger than
0: you, but little.
1: Exactly. I don't care how Mm -hmm. big he is. I'm still older.
0: Yeah, but can't take that away.
1: Exactly. I was talking to my friend uh, from when I was in college for the one semester. And um, I was like, because he asked about him. And I was like, yeah, he's bigger than me, the same height as me. And I was like, you don't know how much it crushed me when... My mom ended up coming in here and asking me, hey, Josiah can't fit these shoes. Do you want them? And I was like, no. <laughs> I
2: was like, I
1: want them, but I can't, you know, I can't take that. Oh also, my god, that's so question, funny. Is is my audio little thing underneath the screen supposed to be moving? I can I noticed, see it moving. You, okay, cool. I didn't know if if like i was not supposed to see a movie or not because i noticed on my end it wasn't sorry but yeah no, you're when, good when i got
0: backups that, and everything man I, i'm recording us twice cool you don't got to cool. worry about that only bad bit runs with just like a single recording i'm like you crazy man
1: you crazy <laughs> there's no he way He has like, crazy faith in the fact of his one thing will be good
0: oh man i've lost way too i feel like i probably lost an episode with you actually like but maybe not definitely ed placentia i've absolutely lost an episode with him and it's there's nothing quite like losing a podcast man it's always the great ones too lost to the ether uh but instead i just have a a cat who apparently wants to come say hi through the door here um i don't have the dogs anymore i just have this cat who is louder than my actual dogs were how does that work
1: (laughs) what in the crap man it's the cat is the only one now so now he's the cat is like i reign supreme that's true well he
0: always he always kind of just seemed a little you know too big for his britches um hey while we're kind of chatting here i want to like break the fourth wall a little bit recently uh, i received some feedback that maybe like starting the show kind of like mid conversation might throw some people off i'm Mm -hmm. curious to know your thoughts on that and if that's the case what what's the alternative how else do you start a show like this like how do you jump into the conversation that you and i are having right now let's like produce it as we as we talk
1: see i like when the conversation i mean for this podcast i like when the conversation yeah. just kind of it just jumps in because it gives you the the feeling of oh i just walked in on this conversation right right and I think people That's just want you. I think people want you to introduce the podcast, but it's not that type of podcast, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, what if it's I not- just stopped and said, "Hey, hey, JB, like, I'm 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 glad to have you on the show, man."
1: Good yeah, to see you know, like, I feel like that. I'm not gonna say it ruins the flow, but it kind of like, I don't know. I feel like because every time I've been on, we've just started talking. Right. It hasn't been. A thing where it's like, oh, everybody, you know, hello, welcome to the we, the, welcome to we the gamer cast. I have John, like you know, it's has right. been us talking. Yes, and I, I guess it's just because your podcast is so different from everybody else's that everyone like people kind of want you to be like, oh, introduce the show, introduce the guest, and it's not the type of right because that's know? how other shows go.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, well, I and mean, I feel like I don't know. This might go back to like an, a different version of we the gamer cast, or maybe it was a different type of show i can't remember exactly where it was but i i remember being on a podcast i remember guesting on and i hopped on the call whatever it was skype or whatever it was back then and like we had Mm -hmm. a great conversation we're all catching up and like how you doing blah 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 and then it's like and then it was so abrupt and go like okay guys are you ready good and then we stop and then like then it was sort of like this awkward and here's the intro that everybody gets to to listen in on and hey how are you and i don't know like and to some degree that's what the Xbox drive does and all my other shows do. But for this, I don't know for somebody where I'm not, I'm not talking to you on this show every single week, you know? Yeah. So it's like, let's just jump on a call and yeah, people get to
1: listen in on it. I enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I have no issue. Thanks with man. Like I said, it's just okay. more of peeking into the conversation between two friends.
0: Mm. Or two So instead of internet. like the music, maybe, maybe instead of the music kind of intro, we have like this creaking door like you're sneaking on in and you're tiptoeing. Oh, that, in. Would <laughs> that
1: would be dope. That would be dope.
0: You fly in, you're a fly on the wall to our yeah. super secret conversation. That's
1: what I see this podcast as. It's just like you're a fly on the wall in a conversation. Because I mean, most of the stuff, it's so seamless where it's just like, honestly, it every episode seems like you would have that conversation normally with somebody oh big time yeah even if you weren't recording it's like okay this is just a normal conversation and we just happen to have you know other people listening and recording and stuff like that so it's like you know i enjoy yeah
0: for the for the most part i don't really other than like right now where we're really taught like we're we're really being kind of meta here i i really Mm -hmm. don't think about people listening honestly uh, but lately, it's been uh, kind of nuts. I don't know. The Discord is kind of popping off these days. The community is just like, they're there. Yeah. And even just like the, the notion, I feel like for the guests more so even than me, like for a guest to get feedback from the audience, from the community to say like, hey, listen to your your episode, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's theirs. It's theirs. It's their moment. Yeah. I feel like that's something that is really, that's really cool. And there's so, I feel like generally speaking, we kind of cover so many different areas of conversation that it will hit different people in different ways. Some people might go, yeah, that first part that you talked about, like, that's what I was really into. Or some people might jump in to say, I'm glad you covered this part of the the conversation. So I don't know, man. It's just, I'm doing a little navel gazing, but I feel like, you know, we can do that together a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: So how are you though, man? Enough about me and my stuff. What's going on with you?
1: I'm chilling. I said yep. earlier, I was like, this week, I mean, it's only Tuesday, and it's, you know, this whole <laughs> laptop situation has me kind of mm-hmm. frazzled, but yeah. I'm good besides that. I'm still. Well, the laptop situation is <laughs>
0: kind of central to like a lot of going on in your life, man
1: yeah you know that see that's the first thing i thought about when like <laughs> i was like please your guide i was like no i don't this is the worst mm-hmm. thing that could happen right now what's but,
0: happened like so battery is dying on it or like what what's I what's malfunctioning exactly
1: I'm gonna tell you the story of what happened first, and then I'm gonna describe what I have gathered so far. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. What I normally do is I'm watch, I'm playing the game on my on the switch on the TV, and then I'm watching YouTube on my laptop, just kind of listening to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening, and then all of a sudden I just hear it like cut off. I'm like, what? And I'm assuming it's dead. But then I also look to the left of it and notice that the charger is still in. So I'm like, okay, it can't be dead. So. Yeah. the macbook yes it's a macbook air 2017 Mm -hmm. but yeah i click the power button and most of the time when i click the power button it's more of a like just i click it and it usually turns on but now i'm like holding it for a very long time and i've also noticed that when i hold it if it usually plays like a little power-up sound if Mm -hmm. i let go in the middle of the power-up sound it'll just stop
0: oh that is so weird
1: so i'm like okay so i've like hold it to let it power on all the way and then the first couple times i was doing this it got to the login screen but then it's like cut off so i'm like okay let me try and move faster let me see if it if i can at least log in and get to the (laughs) screen then maybe it'll stay there yeah my logic right (laughs)
0: no i love it it's like it's like the dark souls of laptop operation just like you gotta gotta tackle this boss a little differently
1: man Mm -hmm. so precise i do that and then like it stays on for a little bit i'm like okay cool and it turns off i'm like crap so then like probably like a couple times after that the laptop would stay on but if i let it like basically if i let it go to sleep it'll turn off yeah like it won't just go to sleep it'll turn off like i'll try and move the mouse and like for the screen to light up or at least for the keyboard to light up nothing
0: so it's kind of like if you get a concussion that's really like what happens you get a concussion you shouldn't go to sleep because you might not wake up again you know what i mean
1: exactly dangerous so (laughs) it's a very dangerous game (laughs) yeah so i was like the first thing i have to do is google you know, yep. <laughs> so I was mm-hmm. googling around and I mean, some a lot of it, a lot of the stuff mainly pertained and saying like, oh, the battery is probably messed up and you probably need another yep. battery. And then a yep. couple people, it was like something with the software itself. And it was like, there's a way to kind of like not reset the software, but more correct the software. So sure. I did that, uh. whatever that means, did that didn't do anything i was like okay Mm -hmm. whatever so i just came to the conclusion of it probably is the battery because a while ago i got a notification on my laptop like i turned it on and the little battery icon was red even though it was all the way full and it was like you know your battery is a a bit damaged and it's not holding a charge so you may want to think about getting a replacement or something like that so i'm like okay it probably is just that
0: so that seems like you know there could be worse scenarios you could have like a dead or dying hard drive of some sort or processor yeah. or Whatever it's like you know at least you're not and and i don't know if you've i'm sure you're starting to at least think about if you haven't already like backing up your stuff
1: you know i probably think it's not backed up to the day but ribo
0: uh what and, is it called what do they call it on mac the the time time machine thing what do they call yes, it? it
1: that's what it's called yeah but it's not backed up to the day like to like the day it happened that's fair but
0: that's fair i don't think it is now, backed you know?
1: up at least from last month
0: it's not bad but now it's better than most
1: yeah most definitely so now that this has happened i am going to make it a routine that at least twice a week i am backing up my hard drive
0: <laughs> so smart and that's just it like if you can skirt disaster not dive right into it then then that's exactly. what kind of prompts you to set up your backups properly you're in a good spot man
1: exactly see it's funny is it is it in front of you like about-
0: d- do you have your laptop like yes. right there in front of you, like with you? I have it
1: with me right now.
0: Is it plugged in right now? Like, do you have it like in that situation? Oh no, it's not is plugged
1: it... in. It's just here.
0: Because <laughs> I, I wanted to, you, you know, every episode of this of this show is going to be a little bit different, and i and I would what I would love to have is kind of like a, a moment here. If if mm-hmm. you'll indulge me even just a little bit, okay, if you are able down. to plug it in, can you plug it in for? And is it like a MagSafe situation? This thing, like the magnet yes. thing, that's sort of like okay. It is a
1: MagSafe indeed Okay,
0: so I I had once upon a time I did have a Mac at work, and I had a very similar okay. situation. Everything that you just described to me with the the power button and the battery health and blah 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 and all this stuff. And so I I thought this thing was dead, but then I accidentally discovered a solution that worked at least for a little bit. But was and you'll see in a moment why this is the case. But the MagSafe was kind of like you know it's super convenient, but in this case it's maybe not the greatest thing ever. Um, but if you have it, uh, I'm, I'm vamping a little bit to maybe buy you time to actually plug it in. Do you have it all? Well, do you have it yes, plugged in? Yes, it
1: is plugged in. It is plugged in. Okay,
0: power to the wall. Everything like it's all plugged. Okay, so can you take out the battery for me? Can you, I like, can't remove take the out the battery, battery out
1: right now because what? I don't have you any can't any battery. Battery. I don't have screws. I mean, screwdriver. What in the world is this
0: Mac? Percent. You have to have screws to remove this battery. Oh, damn it! Oh, it's helping for yeah. a moment. What I'm hoping for, and what I suggest, maybe, look into <laughs> it, maybe we can, maybe you let me know because maybe I'll have it as part of like the outro here to see if this actually worked. Remove the battery and just see if it works just plugged in without the battery installed. Okay. And that might seem like kind of weird, but that's how I had to use my my MacBook for quite a while actually it was no battery in it at mm-hmm. all just the gap which was kind of nice because the battery's pretty heavy and i didn't have to worry about that oh, yeah. um true. but yeah like i took the battery out and just had it plugged directly into the wall and it worked perfectly fine Um mm. and just bought me okay. at least i could operate it yeah now the true. thing is this mag situation don't you know it's it's there so that if you were to trip on the cord you don't damage anything but if yep. you trip on the cord and you got no battery in there that thing is just gonna shut off oh, that's yeah just that's a straight yeah, that, that's a that's a death sentence to to most computers. Oh, yes. I think so. You gotta or be careful about that. Game over. <laughs> game. Maybe just super glue it into place. Maybe that's my yeah, official
1: I think work. tech support. That looks,
0: One way or yeah. another, I think we're just gonna give ribo a heart attack as he listens. Oh yes, to for this. sure. ribo and right what now are he's going into
1: cardiac arrest. Because <laughs> we most definitely. I don't. I think he's probably shooting himself right now at the idea that you took the battery out of your old MacBook and just kept it plugged in. Well, and look, it worked. wasn't like,
0: I was not anticipating this screwdriver situation because this is, you have to remember, I'm old. The MacBook I'm talking about was like back, it was like a 2007 version and it just yeah. like clipped out. Yeah. Just like my, um, just Literally like my- Literally uh, 10 years,
1: 10 years ahead.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, like at least more than, yeah, more than that. It's probably, yeah, probably 15 years ago. The, the MacBook from 2007, something like that because i was at work in 2009 and it was old by those standards. Ooh. So, but even my laptop, even my pc laptop right now, i can take the battery out no problem. It just you just a little like flick of yeah, a, a little, little switch in the back.
1: One. I think even with this one, yeah, i believe i can also Well, i see some screws back here.
0: Screws. I don't don't do anything screw don't do anything screwdriver related. I, I actually don't know if that's the case and i don't know enough to guide you in any other way i feel like oh, it's yeah. hard to believe that you need to take a screwdriver to this thing but what did you say was an air was it macbook air
1: yeah macbook air
0: um, yeah be different. So, that sounds yeah. more like a glorified ipad you know
1: it really is and honestly it's just a just an all-in-one iPad. kind of thing mm. but i still love it it's still my baby well it inspires <laughs>
0: you man it, it gets you exactly. making all the music tell me about this uh in my element man i'm listening to it on pretty much on a daily basis um, I have a really oh, important question for you. I have a really just. I need to get to the bottom of this. People have surely Let's listened do it. to it. Um, Let's do it. Who is snoring in this album?
1: Nobody.
0: Where is the, <laughs> the snoring sound effect coming from?
1: You know, I wish I would have took myself snoring. I wish I would have done that because that would have been so dope. Because some <laughs> I know friends that you know have caught me asleep and then decided Mm -hmm. okay i'm just gonna record this because it's fun (laughs) because something else that i do is i talk in my sleep
0: so (laughs) oh yo there's a song right (laughs) there nice
1: yeah i know right but i talk in my sleep sometimes so if i'm ever around friends and i fall asleep or if i'm like staying at somebody's house and they catch me about to start um sleep talking then usually they start recording and it usually has snoring in there but yeah, I have no idea who the hell the snoring that is. I don't even remember if I got that from like YouTube or if I got it from somewhere else. I can't remember.
0: <laughs> well, the funny thing is I was just kind of like listening to like, just, just all the way through. And mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what order I, I was, I was hearing it in, but I'm pretty sure that that snoring thing happens. And then later on is a track um, called Bobby. So um where he actually has like his voice kind of like appears in one of the tracks which is which was mm-hmm. amazing to hear and i and i didn't know that was going to happen so when it showed up it was a genuine surprise and a, and a nice moment for me um but like i've had the opportunity i've had the opportunity to like spend some really good time with bobby and i've heard him snore and i'm like is that a bobby snore like is that did he somehow get like did you get yeah. him in addition to that but because i could see it i could that see would it
1: have been fire if i could have done be, that that would have been oh my so gosh. Dope.
0: Somebody has that maybe carries that a recording of him snoring or something. In,
1: now I'm going to text oh her gosh. after this. I'm going to text her tomorrow and ask her.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I joked about like that being the important that's not the important question about about the whole album. But tell me about like putting it together, man, cuz I feel like you've got like EPs like all over the place, you you've been creating tracks. Is this the first like full the full-length album for you?
1: No, nah, but well, you know what? I think I would actually yes, I think I would consider this like <laughs> the first. Because now I'm really thinking about it. Like, this was the first time where like I took all the tracks, yeah, and I put them into one like track into my uh, right uh, my dog, which is my digital audio workstation. I put them all in mm-hmm. there in order, and I like yep. actually made transitions for everything, and yep. I made sure that like you know like everything kind of glided into the next one. So mm-hmm. honestly, I think I would consider this like my first like real project because the other two, yeah. especially the very first one, the first one was literally just me taking songs that I had that I was like, Oh yeah, this song will be good. Mm-hmm. Like oh, 2020, like that. I was like, I'm just going to put songs that I like and I just put them on there. And then ready player one was like prop, not ready player one. It's just player one. Um, player one was like kind of the middle ground of me being like, Oh, these songs kind of work together, but it's not like a complete idea.
0: Right. This
1: one I feel is actually a complete idea. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy that you said that because I'm glad that, you know, People are recognizing that, yeah, this is like a complete thing. Like this is one whole thing together.
0: Well, for me, it's like I don't know, it hit at the exact right time where I, I'm really trying to kind of do a better job of just even just having music in my office space here. I'm mm-hmm. I'm here all the time. And mm-hmm. I struggle a little bit to kind of find like what the right fit is for. I don't know, like definitely a vibe that I'm looking for. I I definitely don't want to have as much as I enjoy all types of music. It's like, I'm working on some, some various projects and for whatever reason, maybe it's not the time for corn or like whatever metal music or whatever else like this, this album, what you got is perfect. And it's, it's the, what you said about it being like a complete thought is what is exactly what I'm looking for right now. And it's like, this is why I keep talking about it at the beginning of the show where it's like, even if you're not into this type of music like you just put it on and you kind of just have it as like your your space music your space vibe it's so nice and like it doesn't you don't you don't um you don't jar from one song to the next song it just kind of blends in and it's very it's very easy to listen to and i i don't know it seems like you've really kind of just taken it up a notch and it does seem like you've thought about this in a way that seems different i think you explained it really nicely like you can see if you've been following your music this entire time that you've been learning the whole time you've been just like yeah and I think that's that's really courageous to put something out there and go like could it be like is there something else that I will learn and and put out something later probably but right now this is where I'm at this is what I'm putting out and you don't get to like in my element without doing everything that you've done up until this point
1: Mm -hmm. it's crazy because like like I said, I was uh, actually uh, out of town just a second ago, well out of my city just a second ago at my old college at Pembroke. And I was with my roommate or whatever, and he showed me a very old project that I helped him with. Because oh, in yeah. one of his classes, he needed to, they basically said make a song. So he decided mm-hmm. to do a cover of us. Uh, song at the moment that was popular and just like listening to that i'm like yo like even though it's not like my production i put the vocals together and stuff like that and it's just like and even because i do it sometimes where i go back and just listen to older stuff like i mean all my songs i listen to because i also enjoy my music so like i go back and listen to it and it's like it's certain things i would change but at the same time like I wouldn't change it because at that time, that was, I'm not going to say perfect, but that was my best. Yes. And now, yeah. like listening to 2020 compared to listening to In My Element, you can tell that I have grown, like you said.
2: Like, oh, it's definitely.
1: A I'm glad that, that it happened that way. I'm glad it wasn't just like, oh, I make music at this level and this level only.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, because it can be really easy even to just like discover something that you like and that you enjoy and then just like keep making that forever. Are there, are there artists that you follow or bands or anything that you've kind of like that you're not necessarily emulating the sound, but like emulating more so like the progression or, or you, you see somebody kind of continuing to explore the space and continuing to explore like different, different types of sounds. Like this isn't exactly a one-to-one comparison. It's a completely different type of music, but mm-hmm. I can't help but think about when I, when I think about a band who easily could have just like milked the sound, you have like, you have a band like ACDC who just like really didn't change. Yeah. ACDC was the same from the beginning until the end. Um, Or you have a band like Linkin Park, who I I would say like the first two albums, pretty similar. And like the the second album, Meteora, is like kind of like your typical sequel, bigger, badder, more explosions kind of thing. But like they really refuse to do the same and almost to like the chagrin of the fan base. They really risked a lot by going like, we don't want to make the same album twice over. And so I'm I'm curious, like if that like those are the bands that come to mind for me when thinking about this progression notion. But are there like are there artists that, that you think about when you think that you want to continue to grow and and put out something that isn't exactly the same as your last effort?
1: Um, it's a couple. Like honestly, it's a lot of artists because I I listen to a lot of music. I'm gonna be honest, I listen to a lot of music and I list I watch a lot of producers. Like, mm. besides just listening to, because I mean, I mainly listen to hip hop, R&B, rap, freaking blues, jazz, all that stuff. But oh, yeah. listening to that, like, it's not just in a situation with rock, where it's like everybody in a lot of the rock bands are playing their instruments and singing sure. these things by themselves compared to a rapper like Jay-Z, or somebody like that, who yeah, he might have his hands on it, but this is somebody else's beat. So, mm. going back to the actual question, um, one person I could say for sure is T-Pain, mm-hmm. because T-Pain does a lot of his own production, and you can hear him grow. You can see yeah. the way that he is grown with his stuff like that. Like, a lot of his older stuff is very different from a lot of his newer stuff. Yeah. And I mean, even just it being a change of times, it's like it, you're still growing. And he is somebody I really look up to because he never really gave in to whatever the trends were, at least right. in the space that he was in. Like, he never gave in to being like, oh, I'm going to do the mumble rap thing or, oh, I'm going to yeah. do. Like, all this trap stuff. I'm not gonna do that. He was like, I'm still gonna do what I do, you know. Thank God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean T Pain is a really big inspiration. Um, it's another person, and I just wanna mention him just because I freaking love him. Uh he's a producer, his name is Dcap. And ever like I'm gonna be honest, the song element in the, on the album hundred percent is inspired by Dcap. Because Decaf's sound is just like it's something about it. Like he has this bounce. He has a um his whole like tag or like his slogan is knock. Cause he wants to make your speakers knock. He wants to make it so like your speakers are booming and like and all his beats are just so like bouncy and just funky. And ooh, I just I just love it. I just love it so much.
0: Dude, I love that. And actually, you're it's like you read my mind because it like it's not like there's there's not like a lyrical element to this uh, part of the pun. It's not like, it's not like you've got like poetry kind of happening here. And so, but what I want to ask you is like, is there something like without words, is there something that you want to say through this music? And is it, is it possible to do that? Or is it more of a, something that you want to achieve? Or is it a certain sound that you want to convey? Like what's the communication that you kind of get across when creating an album like this, where it's really just, it's a music, it's music. It's not necessarily like a a lyric.
1: Um, honestly, it's more of like, it's not really a message or it's not really like something like that. It's more of the feeling. Yeah. And like, the the first song I think about it's not even really on in my element, but the first song I think about is puzzle. Like when I made puzzle at first, I was telling James this a while ago, when I made puzzle, I was going to sell it at first and put it up on my beat stars. But like after a minute of really listening to it, I was like, nah, like I I gotta keep this one. And I don't know what it was Mm -hmm. about it, but I was like, I just have to keep this one. So ended up keeping it, and then like I kind of sat on it for a little bit, and then afterwards, like one day I was just listening to it, and I was like, I don't know what it. Actually, wait, pause, back up a little bit. It was one day (laughs) the picture that um, it's the picture for the album is something that I kind of did. Uh, it was just mm-hmm. one day. Honestly, I just wanted a new background for my phone. And I just had the idea yeah. in my head where I took one of the pictures that I took when I was out of town and I just traced over it with this white. And when I was doing it, I was like, oh, that looks really dope. And then like, I put this little cloud above it. And I was like, that looks cool too. And then for some reason, just puzzle pieces popped in my head. Yeah. So when I did it, I did that. And I was like, cool. And then like, when I was looking at it, I was like, I'm going to use it for album cover. I don't know what album. I don't know what song I'm going to use it for, but I'm going to use it for something. And then when I got home, I don't know if it was the same day or if maybe it's a couple days after that, I ended up like listening to Puzzle. And I was like, I don't know what it was about it. But I was like, this, this is the song. And yeah. just kind of like the migration of both of those, like, like I said, it's not really a message I'm conveying, it's a feeling. Like mm-hmm. the feeling that I get from this is like it's weird to explain. But it's like, I think about y'all. Like, I think about you, think about Bobby, think about Carrie, um, freaking both the Joes, Joseph and uh, Joe After Work, Rybo. Like, I think of all y'all, plus, like, all the other people. I think about everything that's happened in my life, and I don't know why. But that's why, when I called it Puzzle, that's why I called it Puzzle. Because I was like, every, all of y'all, in a sense, and I kind of feel like this is, like, how everybody can kind of see life kind of is like all y'all are puzzle pieces in my life that make me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like the things that I love and like the things, the people I love are like the things that make me like, I don't know if you remember when I did it, but like, I really loved the way I did this rollout for it was I made how many P-U-C-Z-O-E. I made six videos, right? I think it might've been seven. I made like six or seven videos and each of them centralized around one thing. And it was just something that I loved, whether it be like something small or big. Like I think the first video was like Billy Hatcher or something like that, which very small niche thing, but I still love it. Like I still consider it a part of me. The second one was Kingdom Hearts. Another one I believe was music. I can't remember, but one was for y'all. I really cannot remember what the rest of these were, but every single one of them, led up to this very last one, which was just a whole bunch of videos of me being goofy and just videos that other people have captured of me. And like I said, like I feel like it goes back around to the whole point of the song, to me, made me think about how y'all make me. like I- <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I believe, personally, just for most of my music, it's not really about the message that it yep. has, it's more about the feeling it gets because I am very passionate about music. Like, I get emotional about it sometimes. Like, if I'm listening to a song and it just like, I don't even if if it's a happy song or just like upbeat, if the production is just right, like I'm a cry. I'm gonna be. I may cry. Yeah, I'm you know? with you, man. Or I may just shed like one of them real good happy tears. You know, I may get like really excited about it. But like that's the feeling I had with Puzzle and with shoot even with element when i made bobby i had the same feeling um like all a lot of the songs that i'm starting to make now i'm really getting like this deep rooted connection with them and like i want to share that with y'all so when i make these things really at the end of the day i'm doing it because i want to share my passion with y'all and i want y'all to possibly feel the same way about one of the songs that i make that i feel about like just any random song that i listen to
0: when i love listening to you kind of explore that a little bit i don't know if you've ever really had a chance to kind of articulate in that way even if that's exactly where the music is coming from and and the question was never meant to kind of you know where's the message what's the message i I actually kind of had a feeling that that's where you might go was maybe there isn't necessary, but it has to come from somewhere, and it's this this notion that I really like exploring with creators, whether it's musicians or podcasters or whatever, like really artists. Of there is nothing, and then there's something that conjures up in your soul, and then there's something that is coming through somebody's speakers, or it's a, you know painted onto a canvas or something. It's just this like compulsion, this thing that like moves us to create these things that I am fascinated with. And it's going to come from a different place from different people, I think. And I was just kind of like, I found myself kind of just like in my chair here, listening to you. And I think a lot of other people might be, have found themselves doing the same thing as you were exploring that a little bit. I'm just kind of like bouncing in my chair, like nodding, like even like Mm -hmm. you exploring where that comes from. I actually felt like that, that, that to me was hitting like music actually, because I found myself like reacting to you talking to it as if I was listening to a tune
2: because yeah. it just
0: like was like it kind of gave like that actually came through your words in a same way that like I'm like physically my reaction was very similar to listening to your music mm-hmm. was listening to you talk about your music
1: it's I think that's fascinating I man. am the music now style. <laughs> well exactly <laughs> Well, you know,
0: and I, I've talked to a couple of musicians on this show and, and certainly outside of the show as well. Um, I have, I just, like I said, I have a huge appreciation for any creator, um, especially for somebody who really dives into their craft. I feel like podcasting is about as close as I think that I could get to that just because I've got hours under my belt at this stage, but like, I would Mm -hmm. love to have spent our, like a similar amount of time drawing or playing guitar or whatever it is. And whenever I get a chance to, to talk to somebody who has done that, who has lived that life, I feel like I find that there's, there's a different like day to day to it. Even like when you say that you listen to music, I think that you listen to music. You probably listen to music differently. And I don't know if you like, okay. So like that kind of like, that makes sense to you to, to ask that question. Like, Can you just, like, how do you listen to music? An example, I uh, to vamp. just give you a second to think about this, like one of the first uh, iterations that this manifests, and I realized that musicians or some people seem to consume music in a different way, was back in high school, I remember this one guy, and he continues to this day, like his life is music. And the first Mm -hmm. thing that I noticed about him was on his Winamp, He had like four thousand songs, and that was like, Mm -hmm. dude, like, what are you listening? And back then, that was an enormous amount of of music that he had, and he just like he was into music in a way that I just didn't didn't I didn't comprehend it. Now, of course, as years have gone on, I would accumulate a a tremendous amount of music too. But that was my first cue that there's something else here. So yeah, like, how do you how do you listen to music? How do you consume that that craft? Um,
1: it's I've always. Once I became a producer, because uh, at first I didn't really want to become a producer. I was more focused on like the singing aspect of it or like even like a different aspect of music. But when I became a producer and there is an artist, he is a rapper called Tyler, the creator. He went on uh, on a radio show and he described this in a really good way where he said that a lot of people will listen to music, but they'll listen for certain things. Yeah, like in his example, he said that he's listening for chords, like for really pretty or really nice chords. That's what he's listening for. If you get to somebody else, the first thing that they may try and listen to is drums. Someone yep. else, like I would say, probably the common consumer of music would probably listen for lyrics first. Sure, um, I was—I would argue just
0: production. I'd like some sort of like polish or sheen more than mm-hmm. anything. Yeah,
1: and for me. It's it's funny because a lot of times I miss stuff the first time. So like I'll have to or like sometimes I'll say a song is garbage the first time I listen to it. Then the second time I listen oh, yeah. to it, I, I love this song. Mm-hmm. So when I listen for music, I mean I honestly I am listening for that kind of the vibe, like that feeling yeah. that you get. Or like even the place that is taking you. Which is why like I I like music videos, but sometimes I don't like watching them because sometimes I want to like imagine the place myself, but it's a
0: book and movie situation. You rather read the book or do you want to have the pictures kind of shown for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And sometimes it works because there's one song that I really like. His name is Raleigh Ritchie and he has a song called Time in a Tree. And like just the name Time in a Tree, you're like kind of wouldn't make sense. But when you watch the music video, it's him in an elevator, like the older version of him in the elevator. And when he pushes the button, the doors close and they open and it's a younger version of him. So when you like really get there, you're like, oh, it's about him growing up and how he just wishes that like, you know, he that stuff was still the same as back then. Like he didn't have to worry about stuff as much, you know. Mm -hmm. But when I listen to music, I'm just kind of looking for that connection or like the vibe or just like something I'm not gonna say something to grab onto because I have my moments where I will listen for chords like certain chords will just like hit it off for me I'm like ooh like I love this song now or like shoot even like certain wordplay like if someone makes a reference to like something I love it'll make me want to listen to that song even more
0: (laughs) yeah yep do you think I want to I don't know if you brought up something that made me think about how long you and I have known each other And you've really just, you've completely morphed from the person that, you know, you're obviously still you, but like I like time has passed and just reflecting on, there's a lot of stuff that has happened over the last couple of years. Like, how are you doing with, you know, life is different as you get older. Like, are you, are you reminiscing? Are you, are you missing the days of, of yester, yesteryear? Or are you like, are you okay with time is going on? You're growing up, life is changing. Like, how are you dealing with just like, life progressing man
1: i have my moments where i'm like i wish like you know because i'm not gonna say i'm a full adult because you know well kind of sort of but you're a grown man is where i wish hmm?
0: i said you're a grown man but I, but really you are you yeah. I, i'm just joking
1: <laughs> i'm a real boy. I'm a boy but sometimes i have my moments where i'm like i wish i was back in high school
2: because yeah.
1: like As much, and I feel like a lot of people have those thoughts, but they're like, I wish I was back in high school, because when you were in high school, you didn't have bills to pay. You didn't have to worry about this, you didn't have to worry about that. All you had to do was go to school, hang out with your friends for like half the day, basically, and then not do anything after that. I have my moments where I kind of wish I was back in college, even though Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I despise school, but I don't like, you know, school as much. But I miss me, you know, being able to hang out with my friends. And I mean, even me going up today, reminiscing with him, like it gave me kind of like that feeling of like, dang, like you know, a lot of stuff happened, but uh, something happened when I was like in college, like my, that first semester, well, my first slash last semester, right. where um, I don't know if I've actually told the story before, but there's something in college where, at least for the music major called jury, somewhat up in short throughout the entire semester, I'm learning different songs with a vocal coach just to get, you know, to so I can learn how to really use my voice in a more powerful way, all that type of stuff. But end of the semester, you have to do a jury and the jury is basically you perform in front of like three to four people that are in the music major um basically if you do good they pass you you can go on to the next semester if you don't do good then they'll really sit there and talk to you like look we'll pass like they may be like we'll pass you on but really think about it or really like put your heart into it or they'll be like i don't think the music major is for you and they'll kick you off the music major um i am not the best well i'm i used to perform in church all the time but certain situations i don't like performing in front of people especially Mm -hmm. in i would consider that a somewhat high uh, intensity situation where like, you know, have four people that in a sense have whether or not I'm going to continue to do something I really like to do, you know? So I was like really nervous and ended up passing out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Passed out. And then it is funny because my dad didn't know that. And when I did this little interview a while ago, um, he had read it and when he got it apart, he was like, you never told me about that. I was like, yeah, uh, I was like, I was performing and passed out. And he was like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I passed out. He was, like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, all I remember was I was standing singing. I stopped. Everything was black. And I was sitting in a chair. I don't know where the wow. chair came from, but I was sitting in a chair. <laughs> yeah. So after that, like, I didn't want to be in college. I didn't want to do anything anymore. Plus the fact of like financial stuff ended up happening after that too. So it kind of also pushed me to be like, okay, yeah, I got to get away from school. But after like a lot of that happened, I have always been with this go with the flow attitude. Like I've always been a generally happy person and just like real Mm -hmm. chill person. Like that's always been me. But the vibe that I have right now, which is more of not to worry about tomorrow, not to worry about yesterday Not to worry about, like, I think about it, but not to worry too much about it, of being like, oh, I wish I was back then, or oh, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, I'm more of a in the now person, because I'm not going to say life's too short, but it really is.
3: Why not? Life is
0: too short, man. I think that's really important. And every single time I chat with you, it's like, man, just I I feel like, wise beyond your years is an expression I continue to... (laughs) to come back to. I think this is, you're absolutely bang on. Um, you, you definitely maintain like this, this chill vibe, which I think is really important. And, and this, why kind of, I think I, I asked about, you know, the, the progression of time and seeing how our personalities can adjust, even if the, our core sense is there thinking about who we were, how, and how we acted and what energy we brought to the spaces that we occupied in the past versus now Mm -hmm. is something that I think about a lot. And especially when I wasn't in like a really great place, I that's something that was like really, really immediately uh, um, apparent to me. Was I used to bring light and brightness and energy to a room, and then I got to a point where I was just I felt like I was sucking it out of the room. And I don't mm-hmm. think I'm there anymore. Like, luckily, I think I think things are, are quite a bit better now. But I there's a conversation I had. I you.
1: I just want you to What's know. that? I smile every time I see you. I just want you to know. Well, same here, man. So much happiness
0: S- same here. I And I and I think that it's – I wanted to kind of like hang on this for a second because I want to encourage you to like – I think being aware of it is like it's got to be the first step if, if you're going to like kind of yeah. lean into your strengths, which I think this is one of your strengths. You got to at least be aware that it is a strength. And I don't know that I was really quite aware of it until I had lost it. And I had started yeah. to do some reflection on like, oh, how were things before and like how was I in high school? I don't know that I miss – like, like, just like you, I don't miss like exams and like all the other kind of most of the stuff about high school or those years, but I remember the fun. And I remember just like laughing, like crazy. And I think that's really important to remember because I want to do that more. And I don't think that there's really any reason not to like, just keep laughing. Honestly, I, I think that's super important. So like, yeah, it's this notion of, what energy are you bringing to the room? and I think that you exemplify that through your music. you know it allows you to actually kind of like activate that all the time, and I just I don't know, I wanted to kind of like you know big brother kind of encourage you to stick with that man. Don't ever lose it. I had somebody recently encourage me to keep my young spirit going because it's very mm-hmm. easy to become curmudgeon to become jaded um i I remember speaking with um a parent a friend's parent. He was mm-hmm. talking about how when they had first started dating the, the husband, the dad of the, the, the friend of mine, um, he was a totally different person. He was like lively and joking and lived the life of the party. And now he's just kind of like the quiet, whatever, he kind of keeps to himself and, and those kind of things. And I thought, I, I, I actually understood it from one sense, but I also felt kind of like sad. I'm like, why, why do we reserve to that? Why do we, why do we shrivel up to that? Why not yeah. continue to be that joyful kind of person i don't know and to each your own of course but um i don't know i, I just don't know if that's as as happy uh, a life and i don't know that it's just i don't think that that's a given i refuse to believe that that's a an inevitable thing
1: that's something that i kind of aspire to do as well in a sense is like to keep this joy that i have and to really make sure because me being younger like i see a lot of people like even in just like relationships friendships all that type of stuff where, like, they'll be with somebody and it just up, straight up takes their joy. Like, they'll yep. get around this person and then just be sad. Just be, like, upset. Yep. It's like, why is this person here? Why are they breathing? You know? Yeah. And it's like, you can't be like that. You can't. You really can't give. I always tell them, like, not to give somebody that type of power. Because, like, yeah, man. if you give them the power to really, like, take over your day, then I'm not saying they're going to use it. But, like, it's not messing up nobody but you.
2: You're that's the right. one that's
1: affected by this. Like, is you you have the control to sit there and be like, I don't care if they're in here. Or like, if they're here, whatever, cool. Like, I'm still me. I'm still chilling. I'm vibing in my little corner by myself. And I'm going to keep vibing in the corner by myself. But I, I just really aspire and just hope that whenever I do hit whatever ripe old age and I have all these, you know, little youngins running around and stuff that I am the same Jonathan that I am right now. You know, so
0: you put you put a lot of focus into, it, and I have no doubt that's going to be the case. The one as I I, I really always appreciate our our conversations because we can just kind of like circle around something for a little bit that I rarely get a chance to do. And w- this is probably the first kind of realization I've had on this note, which is I, I just mentioned that you know back in high school I was you know super happy, always laughing, everybody around, we we're all having a great time. That was awesome, but I also think it was easy to do that, like. I had great family and the school I went yeah. to was great and the people around me were awesome. So it's like, of course uh, I was having a good time as life goes on. And things aren't quite as like handed to me. Like I, it's not like I've got like the, like, I don't know, school is fun and the, the friends around me were great. And it's like, it becomes more and more challenging and you have to put more specific effort into putting yourself in those situations. And I think that's really what it is, at least for me is it's not quite a given anymore. And so you can kind of resign yourself to, I guess the thing life isn't as fun anymore. And I, I, I kind of refuse to accept that as, as time goes on, man, because we are all, I don't know, we're all in charge of what we're doing today right now, man. Like this is, this is what it's all about. So, and I love this. This all kind of comes out of music too, you know, Hmm. it's all comes out of our conversation about, about music, which I'm really, I, I, I've kind of talked about it on the show. We featured the, some of the music. And I, actually, I'm going to steal some more of your tracks, I think. Just going to keep going with it. Go for I, it. I love do the it. album so much. Let's keep doing it. Steel there's no reason to it. limit it at all. Well, let's 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 do it. We'll keep we'll keep doing it Steel for the show.
1: All, I forgot how many tracks. Seven? I think it's seven. Thirteen? No, wait. Twelve. There's more
0: than seven. I,
1: Twelve. Yeah, there you go. There seven eight. was there's... the first album. <laughs> I think seven was
0: the first album. <laughs> See, I told you. I told you I listened to it, man. Um, Thank you. I want to uh, before before I let you out of here. That we're recording this the day before the Nintendo Direct. Uh, yes, it will ne- it will not release to anybody until well after the Nintendo Direct. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. We're, 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 which sure. I think which I think is fun to do. I want to talk about it, even though everybody's going to know what has happened since then.
1: Yeah, by um, that
0: point. What do you want? What do you want to have happen? What do you think is going to happen? And uh, hopefully, it's not putting you too much on the spot as we are less than a day away from this thing.
1: Oh no, it's not. My friend just texted me to today, and he he texted me, and first thing he said was like, "I think it's about time for another fire emblem." And I was like, yeah. "I wouldn't be surprised if they did do another fire emblem." Thank you. Mm-hmm. What I personally, I mean, it's weird because I always go into these directs like not really expecting much. Like I'm always. I'm just happy smart. if Nintendo gives me anything that I like. You yeah. know, after very many Nintendo Directs of me just wanting a Bayonetta trailer. That's all I wanted. <laughs> that's all I've been wanting was a Bayonetta 3 trailer. And then I get it. I'm like, okay, I can die happy. <laughs> you know? And then even the same Direct giving me that amazing Kirby trailer. Yes, but what dude. what I think is going to probably be in there is more than likely probably another bayonetta trailer possibly Yep. I would really yeah, they, do we have a date? date no we don't have a release date we, I we think gotta get a date 22 i think so too i gotta believe it's 2022 date. but i believe that they're probably going to do a release date for bayonetta probably a release date for a splatoon if not a release yep. date they will probably be just like another trailer yeah and then at least a month yeah like yeah my guess was june
0: uh, i also guess we recorded the nintendo drive earlier i also said fire emblem for the record so we're we're bang on there
1: yeah uh ribo he had posted something because i think somebody had said something where they were like what do you want or what's like one of the one things he wants and he said which was a good point that they were going to do a test fire in march And I wouldn't I forgot about that. I forgot (gasps) about that. Oh, that'd be
0: so fun. Oh, no kidding. I forgot about the test fires. Yes, please. Oh my gosh, dude.
1: Hopefully we if we don't get a trailer, or we'll probably get a trailer with the test fire. But if if there is a trailer, hopefully a test fire.
0: But oh my god.
1: Honestly, I never really expect anything. I just want cool stuff from Nintendo, to be honest. That's all I want. Yeah. I just want cool stuff from Nintendo.
2: And I always
1: my thing that I always want from Nintendo Directs is I want Nintendo to give me what I didn't know I wanted. Like I didn't know I wanted a 3D Kirby platformer that looks so damn amazing. I didn't know I wanted that. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's all I want is just Nintendo to surprise me with stuff. And even if they don't surprise me, as long as my favorite franchise or a franchise I love shows up, I'm down.
0: What would um what would Bobby say if he could hear the praise that is like almost universally being laid upon this Kirby game. Like I'm saying it, you're saying it. We're all like, yes, this Kirby Everybody. game looks great. He
1: would be so upset. Oh my
0: gosh, man. <laughs> getting
1: so much love. He would be mm-hmm. so mad, but I feel yeah. at the same time, he would like very low key, be excited about it. He'd be like, <laughs> I totally agree. Like by himself, he would be like, I'm ready for this game. But like on the mm-hmm. outside, he'd be like, I hate Kirby, you know? You know
0: he would buy it, and the other thing too that makes me think about Bobby. Of course, I mean, like really, every time a Nintendo Direct happens, it's like
1: oh, yeah, the world sure. is a
0: lesser place for not having a Bobby react to it. Like, there's, there's yeah, no yeah. doubt in my mind that that is that is the case, and that will that will just be the way that it goes from now on. Unfortunately, uh, but but MLB the show on Switch, like he would have just I've seen lost it. his he mind about man. Yeah, he would
1: have won bananas, <sighs> man.
0: But maybe I don't know. It's all. It all seems kind of like cosmic in a way too. That you know, we all think of him yeah. when this ha- when this stuff happens, and I feel like in some way like he still sees it. He's still with us to experience yeah, it. He's just sure. not. I just can't talk to him about it. Which yeah,
1: yeah, he's still. You know, he's probably cussing somebody out right now, now about, i know
0: uh, i know i i feel like i'm gonna like bang into a into a, a table or something or bump my knee or close the door on my hand or something like that just to, mm-hmm. it, that, that'll that just be my little sign like he's still just kind of like he's he's right here he's actually closer than he ever was before
1: yeah but, yeah well now he can just mess with us all of us you know what i'm saying he couldn't I'm do sure it before he, sure now he, he can <laughs>
0: yeah he's just knocking things over throwing my balance off or waking me up in, in exactly. the middle of the night I think about him a lot, ma'am, and I often think about something that, you know, coming up on a year with him passing away. Yeah. And I just one one realization I had back then that I I still celebrate to this day was um that so many of us know each other thanks to him. And good when good he time. passed, it was the community that he cultivated that were there for each other. And I just that 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 totally like circle is complete kind of i don't know narrative the the happenstance is so wonderful to me that he played such a key role in the love that we all had for him but also who he was got us to know one another so that when he was gone we were there for each other it's like holy crap man that's that is like so damn beautiful it's so great we
1: are we are all here like to continue the legacy of it you know and point uh, going on that topic that you said like him yeah. connecting all of us honestly i think about that every single day
3: dude like, yeah
1: the yeah. fact that i am more than like i am going to be going to james wedding when me and james met each other through the internet yeah like, we met each other because of bobby and now mm-hmm. i can call him my brother the same with you. I can call you my brother. You know, I get to call Carrie my mom. Like, same with both the jokes. Like, <laughs> both of those are my like, yeah. like, all the people. And it's so wild. Even with Aaron and yeah. uh, Tammy, like, Nasty mm-hmm. and Tammy. Like, both of them are, like, I love them so, so much. And it's just yeah. it's so crazy that, like, just the idea of it. Like, that I have friends i have friends in canada i have friends in the uk i have friends in ireland i have friends i mean friends in other states isn't really that you know big of a deal in all honesty but like i have shoot i have a brother in texas being deuterino like
2: yeah, i have man.
1: brothers brothers and sisters and just all of y'all are like really my family because like i can come to y'all with stuff and i know that y'all would really be there for me mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. the fact of That he has done this for all of us, like really given us a community and like just extended our family. Shoot, even his family, Don, uh, his brother, you know, his mom, like all of them, like if we ever wanted to communicate with them, I know for the most part they will be there with open arms to really just talk to us, you know? Oh as dude as I'm as... there
0: i'm i'm yeah i'm 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 definitely with you, man. And it's you know what I think is like what I'm kind of take away from this conversation is like in what you just said is that reminder that we are there for each other, that if we ever need to talk about something and i because mm-hmm. I, and I think it's important to have that in just like to keep thinking about that, to keep talking about that, to have that top of mind, because when you need it the most, you don't think that you have anybody to talk to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like right now, like we're not necessarily in, the mo- in that like in that space where we're going like, I don't feel like I have anybody to talk to. But if you're in like kind of a dark space, the things that are like right in front of you, the things that are most obvious, you're not exactly thinking in a rational space. And I yeah. definitely found myself in, you know, in, when things aren't the greatest, I feel like when I'm in that space where I'm like, I don't know that I can go to anybody to talk to about this. Mm-hmm. And you are reminding me that that was actually kind of a dumb thought. Like that wasn't really... That that is not the case at all. I have I have I do have people in my life that I can go to with whatever, whatever the heck that thing is, man. And I'm sure you know this isn't necessarily like a cry for like, hopefully somebody will say, "I come talk to me." This is just I I like like I said, I kind of like just reflecting on this kind of stuff with you because I think it's important for me to say out loud to remind myself. I'm glad that you're you continue to prompt me and guide me on this stuff, and I think it's also important for other people to hear. I think other people have found themselves in a space where they don't think they have anybody to talk to. And it's it's when we're maybe a little bit more clear-minded, maybe when we've had a good night's sleep or we had a great day. Those are the times where we start to like write letters to ourselves in a clear state of mind that we will read later when we're Mm -hmm. in a not clear state of mind. I think that is so
1: important, dude. For sure. For sure. I'm telling this is for everybody out there listening right now. If you ever need someone to talk to where you're in a down you know down in the dumps and you just aren't feeling the best i'm here my dms are open i'm down to talk i'm on all these social media platforms come hit me up i'm down i'll most definitely take the time out of my day to really talk to you and get you out of whatever rut you need me i'll fight it i'll fight it whatever Mm -hmm. it is
0: JB, that's got to be the that. best way that we just roll right into this. Um, thank you, man, for carving out time tonight. I want to like just keep going with that. If people do want to be in touch with you and then also find your music, why don't you go tell yeah, the good we, people on the internet where they where they can get a hold of you, man?
1: I look, boom. So you can find me. Instagram, Twitter. I'm on Facebook, too. I don't really use it, but I'm there. Uh, P-M-E dot J-I-B All streaming platforms P-M-E Um, You can go stream my newest You know project in my element I just did two interviews One with Voyage Raleigh Which is a little online magazine And the second with my cousin I just dropped today funny enough um, And she made her Chicken and waffles recipe Inspired by my music So please go check that out It's all on, it's all on my social media You'll be able to find it Go run up her followers to at the big yellow pot on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's it.
0: Nice man. Jonathan, you send me all those links. I'll make sure all of them are in the show notes. People can just click on the, on the the YouTube video or the, uh, in yeah. the description or in the podcast, whatever, click on all the things. Jonathan Brown. I love you, man. Um, I love you just, you, too. you bring so much to my life and I am grateful forever for just coming to know you, my friend. couple of weeks we've really put a huge focus what am I saying the last couple of weeks the last like forever really put a focus on community community first we've we I don't think that we've really been chasing a whole lot else other than to say we want to make the Yumi Capri the Discord the shows everything that touches all this stuff make it a place where people feel welcome where friendships can happen where anything can happen really uh, Jonathan Brown is an excellent example of that the backtrackers is an excellent example of that remember play spirit fair join us march 5th 11 a.m eastern standard time play it and speaking of friendships thinking speaking of anything can happen in this discord back when it was bobby and i doing the make us better days nasty boots and tammy they met i remember when tammy joined the discord and it was like oh my goodness a woman is here <laughs> it was amazing and and nasty uh nasty moved on in and now now they're, now they're engaged to be married. And uh, these are the two that I was talking about at the beginning of the show with their brand new YouTube channel, Game Nasty, with the video I Finally Made My Girlfriend Play Resident Evil. And what I thought I would do is actually close the show with the first couple of minutes. Uh, just the audio of that video because I think it's so well done. I want you guys to get a little bit of a taste. Go find it. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Go click it. Go subscribe. Let's keep the growth m- moving for these guys because they're they're... I mean, really, just a beautiful couple. Amazingly done on this first video, so I think that's going to be it for me. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. Fair warning on there's there's a a, a blip on this uh, in this audio, a couple s words in a row, but I think it's hilarious. Tammy, nasty, you guys are amazing. Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you, Jonathan Brown, for joining me. And we're gonna do instead of you know what instead of the Jason thing. Usually we close the show with Jason. We'll just um we'll have this and then that'll be it. And I love you guys. You're amazing. And we'll see you
3: next week. Okay, bye-bye. Resident Evil, I have to say, is probably the most important game and franchise in our relationship. Are
2: you only saying that because on our first date, you made us play Resident Evil 2 on the Dreamcast after I flew all the way to Ireland? See,
3: and that's a special
2: memory. And somehow you've come out with this tradition that any time a Resident Evil game comes out, we have to stay up and I have to watch you play it until I pass out.
3: And we cherish our special times, don't we?
2: Right. Okay, I suppose you're wondering why I always sit on the sidelines. It's pretty simple. I just can't play horror games.
3: I find this really strange because you love horror movies and it's automatically your first choice. But when it comes to horror games, he absolutely crumbles.
2: Well, a it like this, I like movies on Ouija boards, it doesn't necessarily mean that I play with one. Touche. You put the horror in my hands and I'm a very different woman. Also, me and Resident Evil have history. When I was about seven years old, I remember putting Resident Evil 1, that shiny black demo disc into a movie's PlayStation and the game scared the shit. Clean out of me. The Resident Resident Evil voice, a shit myself. The opening full motion video, a shit myself. (gasps) The doors opening, a shit myself. And by the time I get to the turning zombie, I threw down the controller and vowed to never dip another toe into this series ever again.
3: I have tried many occasions to get her to play some sort of horror game, trying to tell her that they're just games and they're just fun.
2: Fun? Fun? Yes self induced anxiety attacks? Yes. I don't think so.
3: And then something happened. I was playing the Resident Evil 8 demo, and I heard a voice say...
2: I think I might just play this.
3: So, here's the story of my non-horror gaming fiancé's journey into her first full playthrough of a Resident Evil game. Here is Mrs. Nasty.